I'm Alexa Lauren, and welcome to my podcast, Heart of a Seeker. Today's episode is called Walking in Freedom. Before we get started, I wanted to make an announcement. I'm really excited to announce that my book is officially launched, 30 Days of Prayer, Bye Bye Anxiety. When I made this prayer book, it came from a personal place where I have personally struggled with anxiety and depression from a very young age, and I really wanted to create a resource to help people that are maybe seeking ways to find God and seek God during maybe those times of struggles or those panic attacks. And so I went ahead and I made this book based on prayers that when I tend to get overwhelmed, I begin to just pray in those moments and begin to pray the word of God over my life and begin to declare things. And it's so powerful. I would say I'm not 100% anxiety-free, but I definitely have to say that I probably only deal with 20 to 25% of the amount of anxiety that I used to deal with. I used to be constantly anxious, panic attacks when I was younger. And over the years, as I have sought God and began to identify my triggers, I began to be able to step away from things that were triggering my anxiety constantly. So the book is free. It's an ebook. The ebook is free. You can download it from my website, imalexalauren.com, and you can get your free copy today. I will be creating a journal version. It will be for sale August 25th, and you can buy the the actual book um, for kind of getting a little more interactive with questions and trying to maybe possibly identify what could be your triggers personally when it comes to your anxiety. So make sure to check that out. So the last few episodes, we have talked about sin and ways to begin to overcome and not get so obsessed about the sins we're committing or not committing. And I really just felt like it was time to switch the tone and talk about walking in freedom. So I just want to pray right now, Father God, whoever is listening, that you would just begin to minister to their heart, Lord, that they would not condemn themselves, but that they would show grace and mercy upon their own lives as you have, Father God. It says that there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus, Lord, and I just pray that whoever is listening knows that you love them in spite of whatever they've gone through or been going through, Lord. I pray that they would just have a yielding heart to know you, Father God, that instead of running from you, that they would seek you, Lord, in those times, just like David did in the midst of his struggle, in the midst of his difficulties. He did not pull away from you, but he sought you in those moments. I pray that you would give this person peace today and every day as they seek you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, so like I said, I've been thinking and I felt like we can walk in freedom even when we fall short. And I really want to say that off the bat because I feel like sometimes we get so consumed and instead of getting consumed and hiding from God when we struggle, I want us to be like David seeking God and running to him in the midst of our struggle. So I pulled a few scriptures that I liked and, you know, If you've been following me and listening to my previous podcast, I like to kind of dissect the word and kind of go over and explain what I feel the Holy Spirit ministering while I read these scriptures. So I have Galatians 5.1 and it says, For freedom, Christ has set us free. 
Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. So through Christ, we have freedom. And it says to stand firm. So what does that really mean? What does that look like? So when I think of standing firm, like we've talked about in previous podcasts, self-control comes to mind. As we continue to seek God and grow with Him, we begin to produce the fruits of the Spirit, and one of them is self-control, and not giving in to our old ways or the things we used to want to do. Now, how do we do that? Like, how do we change, right? In Romans, it says to renew our mind and not to conform to the ways of the world. So as we seek God and we seek Him daily, we read His Word, we pray, we begin to ask Him to give us wisdom and revelation through His Word, to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And as we do that, I really believe that that's when we begin to open our eyes to see things a little bit differently. It's all about our mindset and changing how we think, and that is biblical. So I encourage you to begin to seek God and not just wait to maybe go to church on a Sunday or just wait for these weekly podcasts, but I encourage you to begin seeking God on your own and begin to read His Word and begin to gain wisdom from it. So that way, when things do begin to happen or you begin to get overwhelmed in life or you know old desires begin to pull at you, you now have other tools and other things now brought to your mind to your awareness to be able to maybe turn the other way. And so that's where you begin to stand firm. And it's a choice. You can choose to either not give in or give in to your personal desires. And then it says, do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. So that means before we knew God, before we began to walk in this freedom, we need to be remember not to give go back to that. It's sometimes tempting when things happen to want to go back to our old ways or when we feel like things aren't happening the way we want them to. Maybe we feel like God isn't answering our prayers the way we want to. And so we get upset and we're like, what's the point? Well, that is unfortunately such a sad place to get to at times. And we need to remember that the enemy's here to rob, kill, and destroy. He doesn't want us to fulfill our purpose, and that's the truth. And so one of the other scriptures I'm going to share in a moment does talk about the truth setting us free. And so I want us to begin to seek that truth so when things happen, we don't give in. We don't go back to our old ways, but we begin to stand firm and believe and have faith and walk by faith and not by sight. So the next scripture I want to share with you guys is 2 Corinthians 3.17. It says, now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So when we begin to walk with God and we begin to allow Jesus to sit on the throne of our heart, and again, it's a choice. We need to allow him to guide us and we need to submit to his guidance out of love, knowing that he wants what's best for us, not out of control but out of love. And if you haven't listened to my last few podcasts, I really recommend you guys go back and listen to the last, I think it's the last four, uh, and begin to listen to those. And all these will begin to make a little more sense about walking in freedom. So the next scripture that I mentioned earlier, it's actually in John 8.32, and it says, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So the more we begin to read the Word of God and begin to see what His truth is, we're able to begin to 
walk differently. We begin to walk in the spirit because where the spirit of God is, there is freedom. So I really encourage us to begin to, again, get into the word so that when temptations come or when difficulties come, we can stand firm and begin to declare the word of God over our lives. Psalms 118.5 says, Out of my distress, I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. That's one of my favorite scriptures because it says, Out of my distress. Even when we fall short, even when we're struggling, because David was a man after God's heart, so he's writing this as what we would say a Christian, a follower of Christ. He's saying, in my distress, I called on the Lord, and he answered, and he set me free. So God wants us to have that communion and relationship with him. He wants us to walk in freedom. He doesn't want us to be bound to our past. He doesn't want us to feel condemned. Because what happens is when we're struggling and we feel distressed and we feel overwhelmed and we feel like we're falling short, our natural reaction is to hide and run from God because we feel like, oh my gosh, I'm just failing and God's not going to love me. And unfortunately, that comes from a root of unworthiness. We don't feel worthy of God's love or we don't feel worthy. But I want to sit here and tell you today that you are worthy because Jesus loved us so much that before he even created you, before he even brought you into this world, before you even came here, he sent his son to go die on a cross so that we could have eternal life with him because it was never God's desire for us to go to hell. He did not create hell for humans. And actually, Billy Graham has this message and he says, and it really struck me, was hell was created for Satan and his demons. It was not God's desire for man to go to hell. So what he did was he created ways in order for us to be able to have fellowship with him. And back then in the Old Testament, it was the law and having to do certain rituals to be able to continue to be um, saved by God. Now, God sent his son as the ultimate sacrifice to show grace and mercy upon us so that we wouldn't have to do those things that were in the Old Testament, but instead by receiving the free gift of believing that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and that he came to set us free, it's there where we begin to find that freedom because we now walk under grace and there is no condemnation in those that are in Christ. It says in Romans 8.1, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So again, we do not need to feel condemned when we fall short. We don't need to run from God. We don't need to feel like, oh my gosh, I failed. I'm worthless. Those are lies. And those are the lies that we need to shut down immediately. It says in the word to take your thoughts captive. And so it's important for us when those lies come and begin to attack our minds to shut them off and begin to declare the word of God over our lives. For sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under law, but under grace. That's Romans 6.14. And so I looked up, what is grace? And grace is the undeserved favor of God. That even when we don't deserve it, even when we fall short, even when we have made mistakes, we have the favor of God upon our lives. 
that God can use us no matter where we are. And I love David. Again, I always go back to David because I feel like he's the best example, my favorite example. There's so many other examples, but he's one of the ones that has the most chapters in the Bible and the Psalms. And if you really read the Psalms, you'd get so encouraged to realize that even a broken person, even a person struggling can be so transparent and raw with God and have that relationship and that communion and that love. And yet he's called, and yet he's called a man after God's own heart. That gives me a lot of hope. It gives me a lot of hope to be like, wow, even David, who wasn't even under grace, he was still under the law, was still called a man after God's own heart because he sought God in the midst of his struggle. And I keep pointing that out and I keep repeating it over and over and I keep saying it throughout my different podcasts because I really want us to grasp the concept that in the midst of our struggle, in the midst of our sin, in the midst of our falling short, God desires us to seek his heart. He desires us to find him and seek him. And God desires to give us freedom. He doesn't want us to feel condemned. He doesn't want us to walk in slavery to our past. He doesn't want us to feel like we're not good enough because in his eyes, we were created by him in his image. And so we are worthy. Just like I said in last podcast, like a good parent that gives us guidance and wants us to do what's best and they want what's best for our life. And even when we fall short, even if we don't take our parents' advice, in the end of the day, our parent still loves us. A parent that truly loves still loves you even when you do fall short, even when you didn't take the advice. Now, are they disappointed? Yes. Do they sometimes get angry? But the anger doesn't last forever. And that's actually what the Word of God also says, is that though sometimes God gets angry, it doesn't last forever. So I want to encourage you to see God as a father that wants what's best for you. In Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. God does not want to harm us. I think so many times we think God wants to harm us and, and strike us down. And the truth is he does not want to. He really wants to help us and see us succeed and be happy and to be full of joy. Because even when we struggle, and it doesn't mean that being happy and full of joy means we're going to live a life problem-free, we're going to have problems in life still because, I mean, but Jesus told us to take heart for he has overcome the world. And the Lord, and the Lord also promises us that he can give us peace that surpasses all understanding, meaning even when we don't understand what's happening, even in the midst of the struggle and pain, we can still have peace and we can have joy. It's all about, again, our mindset and how we see things. And I pray if you are in a negative mindset and you've been struggling and you feel like, why are things not going my way? I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would begin to pray, Lord, please renew my mind. Please help me see you in all the little things you do in my life daily. Thank you for the food on the table. Thank you for shelter over my head. Thank you for the things you've done for me. Thank you for the friends that you've put in my life. Thank you for the family members that have helped me. Thank you for all the little things and begin to show grace and be thankful and begin to have that heart of gratitude. I feel that the more we begin to change 
our thought process, the more we begin to be able to walk in that freedom. Because those negative mindsets are actually an enslavement of feeling like locked in our own mind. And I've been there. I've been times where I've been in really stressful situations and I begin to think all kinds of crazy thoughts and I have to remember to take those thoughts captive. I remember many years ago, I was 12 years old, I'll never forget, um, something very big happened in my life. Um, My parents divorced when I was young, um, officially divorced when I was 10, but they separated off and on since I was like three years old. So when I was 12, my older sister had to come live with my dad. And my parents gave me the choice to either live with my dad or to live with my mom. And I chose my sister. And when I came to live with my dad, when I was 12 years old, I would cry every single day for my mom. It was so hard because I was a big mama's girl. And I was not actually very close to my father. And it was just very heart breaking because I felt like my older sister and my dad were always really close and I was very close to my mom. And so moving to a whole nother country because my mom lived in Central America and Nicaragua and my dad was here in uh, Houston, Texas. And I remember I would cry every day, every day. And I couldn't call my mom every day because back then it was very expensive to call Nicaragua. And so we got to call my mom once a week. So you can imagine I struggled a lot with not growing up with my mom since the age of 12. And I remember one day my dad sitting me down and he said, Alex, you cannot cry every day. Like it's not healthy for you to be crying every single day. I understand you miss your mom. I understand this is a very difficult transition for you. But you need to take out that negative cassette in your mind and put it in a positive cassette. He says, no matter what happens in life, you can always find the good in it. And that actually stuck with me, even in the midst of difficult times in life, that that message that he told me at 12 years old still stuck in my mind. And again, it reminds me of that scripture in Romans that says, do not conform to the ways of the world, but be transformed in the renewal of your mind. And that takes apart from us, that we begin to renew our mind and we begin to seek God even in the midst of difficulties and begin to read his word and begin to transform our minds through his truth because it says his truth will set us free. So the last scripture I want to share with you all before we close is Galatians 5, 16. It says, but I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So as we said in the beginning, as we seek God and we begin to walk in our spirit, the less and less we desire to give pleasure to our flesh, the less we desire to do the things we once used to do because we begin to realize that in the end, God really wants something best, better for us and he wants what's best for us. So I just pray that this word encouraged you. I'm going to go ahead and close us out in prayer. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you for your love, your kindness, your mercy. Thank you that you're a good father. And even when we fall short, you just desire communion. I pray that when we do fall short, that we would run into your arms, Lord, instead of running away, that we would just feel your arms wrap around us and that we would feel that peace that surpasses all understanding in the midst of the storm or in the midst of joy, whatever it is in all circumstances. Like Paul says, I've learned to be content in all circumstances. I pray that we begin to renew our mind 
mind and begin to realize that you are a good father that wants what's best for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. One more thing, guys, I do want to remind you, please go and download 30 Days of Prayer by Bye Anxiety on my website, imalexalorn.com. If you have any friends or family that you feel that it could help, please share it on your social medias. Tag me at imalexalorn. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. You can tag me, imalexalorn, and I would love to hear y'all's feedback on the book. And if it encouraged you, my prayer is that this book helped transform lives and bring encouragement to those that really need it. So thank you so much and have a wonderful rest of the week.